Still got it, baby. Oh, baby, we're back and we're locked and loaded. Hello, everybody, and welcome that to. That sounded like a threat, Joel. It, it is. It is locked. It's yeah, a, no, it's a threat. It's a threat. Your ears. <laughs> this is a threat. Welcome, welcome back to the Tough Boy Cast, where we threaten you. <laughs> oh my God, make you make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, we. Throw are we in your closet you right now with all the all of the weapons? Yeah, we are, and we're gonna bust out and rob your whole house. <laughs> So um, this is unfortunately uh, Kylie isn't here this episode. Kylie's not She's here. It's just the, the boys. Oh yeah. She's talking to the mouse. Disney she has, has a meeting with Mickey Kylie, Mouse. Yeah. The property. The Kylie Kylie is currently in an interview to direct Frozen Three. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they're really jumping the gun. I gotta <laughs> Yeah, they're just assuming I mean, I know that Frozen One is like the most successful animated movie of all time, but, but they're maybe really expecting Frozen Two is terrible. Yeah, what if it bombs? Like <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I don't like the first Frozen that much. I think Frozen Two looks pretty Joel. good. All the trailers Come but... on. <laughs> Take that. I mean back. the animation looks good. How dare you? The animation looks good and it looks way more like Focused on like lore and like fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. You know, yeah, the animation is really gonna good. They're going to release like a a novelization <laughs> that's like 800 <laughs> pages long. Joel well, George R. R. Martin <laughs> did a pass on the script, and he wrote like a whole book of lore. Mm-hmm. That's it's pretty that's messed why up. He though. hasn't come out with the next Game of Thrones <laughs> book because he was yep. writing Frozen, Frozen Two, the novelization. You know, well, the craziest thing is what people don't realize is that what oh they live God. in Arendelle. That's actually a kingdom in. <laughs> Westeros, oh, and that's that's like so. In Frozen Three, do you think like Arya will show up on her boat? Arya's there, and, like, um, take over Arendelle or something. Yeah, Arya Arya sails into Arendelle, and then she takes over, mm-hmm. and that's that's what the whole movie's about. Honestly, I would I would watch that movie. Yeah, I'm a little sad when they watch the though. elves. It turns out that Arendelle is also the Grey Haven, so that the elves are going to oh, show sh- up, and then. Arya and the, oh the elves will have to fight. Do you guys think Arya ever had to like oh, deal Jesus. with like people being like, like if they were saying something to her, they were like, "Hey, are Arya listening to me? Are Arya hearing what I'm saying?" Like, do you think a lot of people were making those jokes at her? So we watched yeah, that. That's nap. why she's so full of rage. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's why yeah, she's, so, we that's why she's so angry. Nap. If you think about wait, it, wait, can we talk about wait? Game can we of talk Thrones about the joke? Has a lot of similarities with dad napped. Oh my god! It does. I feel like, like every does have... podcast on Earth, <laughs> for some reason, we're so late to this because Game of Thrones <laughs> has. Won. It ended months ago. Yeah, it ended so it ended long Emmy. enough ago. Oh yeah, it did, ma'am. Which I will say this: <laughs> it only won that Emmy because of like how important the show was overall. Definitely not because this last season yeah. was good because it. Wasn't very me. I remember mm-hmm. me and Ivan like texting about the show over the summer. Yeah, and being like, yeah, we, they sure did make some decisions. For hours about that last episode. <laughs> yeah, we we were like we were analyzing. We did a frame by frame analysis, and yeah, gotta tell you that that shot when Daenerys walks out and the dragon wings look like her wings. Wow, what 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 Whoa. a film! Art. Do you guys do you guys want to hear my Game of Thrones story? That's kind of. Yes, it's kind of crazy. Yes, and I'm sure the listeners do even Wait, more. Wait, yeah. Josh, are you George R. R. Martin? I am George R. R. Martin. 
Um, I was, are you writing the last book right Jar now? Jar yeah, that's, I'm taking forever. I was working on a Toyota commercial in LA for <laughs> like a week. And, um, nice. and the producer of that commercial, I don't know if I should actually. You sat down at your really old computer yeah. to write the script of the Toyota <laughs> yeah, commercial. With his teletype. Um, and he was using a, uh, he was using a um, typewriter. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, the producer of that commercial, he like texted me one day and he was like, hey, I have a, I have an extra ticket to Shame of Thrones, the musical parody. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. So um, you can tag what? along if you want. And I said. That sounds really funny. And I was like, sure. And I went. And um, <laughs> and let me tell you, it was a it was a hoot and a half, and it was probably the most awkward did... I've ever awkward situation I've ever been in because it was a musical, um, and in a very intimate theater space, and he had brought <laughs> all of his investor buddies with him. Oh no! <laughs> so I was just sort of sandwiched um, <laughs> in in this in this. Um, you know, little little theater space. And afterwards, um, apparently, I didn't know this, but the producer, he's very close with the cast and <laughs> of oh, the no. of the Shame of Thrones musical parody. So they all went out oh. to drinks. And so I <laughs> I was there also. <laughs> there were wow. they were all talking about uh, adapting Game of Thrones into a musical. And um why would they even bother? They if they were all in it and they all know each other, why would they spend the time to talk about? It? I don't. I don't know what really was happening there. Um, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, but it was cool. Are you and sure this wasn't a dream you had? Yeah, Josh, it's very. Did possible. you make this up? Are yeah, you just trying to get pod? That... Are you just trying to get pod clout? I'm trying to get clout. Yeah. I'm... You're gonna get podcast clout. Yeah, but yeah. that's this my is, that's my this Game is of our Thrones. exclusive review of Shame of Thrones, the musical <laughs> parody. See, I thought you were gonna say, is it, it is it a parody that incorporates Steve McQueen's um, Shame, starring Michael Fassbender? That's into it? actually so that like was the second part. Um, is that is that was... is that really is that really part of it? <laughs> no, there's actually um, Michael Fassbender so was... was the star of Shame of Thrones the musical. I forgot <laughs> yeah. to mention well, that. Oh, that's what, a big guess. What happened what happened during the part when um when Daenerys comes home and she sees that Khal Drago has been um looking at sex cams again and so <laughs> then they like fight over his laptop filled with pornography while they're both nude and it's weird cuz they're um, brother and sister. They didn't that, manage that to get that in, in but they did manage to get the 15 oh. minute sequence um where in Michael Fassbender <laughs> watches Daisy Ridley singing. And it's weird because mm, it's not oh, yeah. funny. It's just wait, they is do that, that Daisy scene. Ridley? <laughs> not Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Is it Michelle Williams? It's not Daisy. Who does wait. he see singing? Hold it's on, it's sister. I don't either of you are talking. Oh, about, then it's so. Michelle Williams. Then it's definitely Michelle Williams because wait, no, yeah. it's Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> the, the, is it Carrie Mulligan? Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. I I would have sworn that was Michelle Williams. No, it's all three it's, of them. Uh, Margot Martindale. Yeah, it's Margot. Oh, character. Yeah, Margot Martindale. Yeah, they have that very uncomfortable scene where it like kind of seems like they're gonna hook up but like they're brother and sister so they clearly don't yeah mm -hmm. and so they and just play that and uh the the grandma of, uh <laughs> no of uh, miley cyrus and that yeah now what <laughs> happened when what happened when um what happened in in shame of thrones during that part where after being very sad because a woman he was trying to hook up with didn't want to hook up with him um, Jon Snow goes to a gay bar and oh, like, yeah. gets oral for sex from a man and then goes and has sex with prostitutes. That's interesting because they also play that 
that very straight. Um, yeah, it's not fun. It's a very stark moment in the they film. They just play it's that. It's a very um, stark moment, and that's what <laughs> it's the a song very stark is. moment. Like, I it's hate a very stark moment. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the songs. Yeah. That's not that far off from the actual. <laughs> Call, it's what, called the the stark reality. So yeah, it, yeah but anyway. but, so this was a musical. So what were the songs? Were they like? Oh, the things I do for love. <laughs> and they, like, push a child out of a balcony. You know, speaking there, of you know songs, Joel, this is interesting because all jokes aside, there was actually a song called The Things We Do for Love. Oh, my um, gosh. Of where the entire was. cast <laughs> does get together. Was there, and was... they... Oh, my gosh. Speaking yeah, of so songs, that sounds like, do you guys, do you guys remember? starts with wait. a really... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's got a song, strange song opening. But, but wait, 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 it's, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, bef- bef- <laughs> before we get into dad naps, I just wanted to say uh, that reminds what Josh is talking about reminds me of in Hot Fuzz when they go to see like the local theater production of uh, Romeo, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, yeah. and at the end they all start singing "Love Me, Love Me, Say That You Love mm-hmm. Me." <laughs> yeah, it's it's tight. It's, it's it was just like that, and it was similar Anyways. to the opening of Dad Napped. Yeah, where a dad is taking a nap. Yeah, and that's, the, that's the whole movie. Um, yeah, I was sort of so, confused because they start in a classroom and oh, it's really confusing. The um, there's like that student who's weirdly obsessed with the the series of mystery novels that the main character's dad writes. Does, well, it's so, not even just him; it's like everyone. <laughs> so, but like he and like the teacher's in love with it too. So like, which was the thing I didn't buy at all. No, no yeah. English teachers like, oh man, I love this like comic book. Basically, that's a book. <laughs> also, I had a question. Um, did anyone think that the teacher was definitely played by Dennis Miller? Yes, I did for like a really long time. Oh really? <laughs> I had the same. And I was like, I was like, there's no way Dennis Miller is in this <laughs> yeah. movie. And he didn't say babe once, so I was <laughs> like, this can't be. He looked exactly. Like hey, Dennis we're Miller. gonna <laughs> give a book report. Bib, <laughs> we're gonna talk about dad napped bib. And can um, someone remind me what the name of like the protagonist of these books are again? Like, oh, it's uh, it's zap. it's a uh, trip trip zoom. Yeah, trip, trip zoom. zoom. That's right. Yeah, trip zoom. So um, so basically, yeah. this movie is about um a dad who gets dad napped, but he writes a book about. A guy named Trip Zoom, who's a cool spy dude. Really, it's about the guy, the the dad's daughter. Otherwise, it would just be called Guy Napped because it doesn't matter <laughs> mm. that he's a dad. That's true. Yeah, uh, it does matter that he. It, it is weird though because the title's a little misleading because it implies that only the dad gets dad napped, but Emily Osment also gets. Yeah, dad does napped this, Yeah, does <laughs> Emily Osment definitely gets dad napped? She oh. she gets dad napped like. During like before the second act, it, it's kind of shocking. Maybe it's uh-huh. only referring to the first time he gets because he gets dad napped yeah. twice. Because that's like, yeah, he does get. It's well, a double dad nap. The first time he gets dad napped is kind of a a red herring dad napping. But like, that's, he, yeah. that's what it's I was thinking. Of, that's what I was thinking about. Is that the well? Okay, I guess I'll get to that later. <laughs> but um, so I the guess first dad nap. We start with a weird half montage that's like. Yeah, in this in the way that every Disney Channel original movie starts with like somebody waking up in the morning and getting dressed and she looks in the mirror and then she picks up a picture of her family and looks at that was weird. That was weird. And then puts puts it back down. 
<laughs> if you notice, if you notice when they got coverage for that shot, when they got the over the shoulder angle of her like looking into the thing, you can see her reflection, and it's really funny. Because Emily Osmond's like <laughs> face is completely emotionless, and then it cuts back to the other shot, and she's like wistfully uh-huh. looking at this picture. And I was like, man, they really were not worried about that at all. Like they just thought no one would be able to see her. I guess this came out before HD was very popular. <laughs> well, it came but, out uh, before mirrors were really like right. an everyday thing, so yeah. people didn't know how they worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie was released in 1844, and <laughs> um, and. But so yeah, back then this movie, the only mirrors were um, made by the Aztecs of polished yes. obsidian, and Kiefer Sutherland was inside of them, or whatever that movie Mirrors is about mm-hmm. with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this movie is like the thing about this movie is I remember when this movie came out. I remember watching the premiere of this movie, and uh, Ivan, I was I said that I didn't want to spoil for you what my opinions on this movie were now. Because when I saw it, I had definitely a different opinion on it than I do now. When I saw this movie, I hated this movie. Whoa. Like, so, so, so much. And now I kind of thought it was now okay. Now it's your favorite it's not, movie. And now it's the best movie I've ever seen. I didn't know what art was until I saw Dad Nap. But here's, was like, the, the thing about this movie. that inspired you to study film? Yeah. Yeah. No, this Would is what say? made me want to become a director Even and a cinematographer. Even though you hated it when you were a kid. <laughs> and an editor. Yeah. Yeah, I hated it. No, you well, when I watched it, so it today, much, that it was made you want to defiantly study mm-hmm. movies. Exactly, and then I realized after I watched it today, I was like, I've spent my whole life just chasing dad napped. I've been trying <laughs> to find. It's like chasing Amy. I spent my whole life right. chasing dad napped. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just trying to chasing like daddy. make the next <laughs> chasing daddy. And um, yeah, by the way, like. No one ever call, no one ever says the f- phrase dad napped in this movie and it feels like a really missed opportunity. Right. Yeah. Um, Despite how weird this movie gets, nobody says the word oh, dad napped. This movie is absolutely insane. Like this is one of the weirdest movies we've ever reviewed, but also too I almost like it more because of how weird it is. Like it's I appreciate weird. that it's it's very comic booky and it's very cartoony. Mm-hmm. I wrote and down like um, it abandons realism pretty quickly. Yeah, I wrote like, down Disney Channel Coen Brothers as a description. <laughs> yeah. No, this. totally. Yeah, it kind it, of is like that. And I, it, I and take, it, I kind of take that back because now I realize the Coen Brothers could never make Dad Napped. Make anything they as good as even Dad Napped. That's true. They're <laughs> no. hacks. No, they no, couldn't no. make they, a movie like this. Yeah. Oh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Pfft, no, thank you. More Show like me the Dad Nap. Ballad of, what's the guy's name? Zap Starfish. Trip Zoom. Zap Starfish. His name is Trip Zoom. So here, here's the trip weird thing zoom, about this movie. Zap Starfish. Whatever. So we open the movie with um, Emily Osmond's character, Melissa Morris. She's getting ready. And then she goes to school, and like this dude gives a book report about this book, On and a everyone's book that like, "Isn't out yet." Yeah, which by the way, like, is totally illegal. What he did—a weird explanation of like why he got to read this book before it's out. Yeah, he was like, "My dad owns the company that prints these books, like that prints the paper that these books are printed on." So yeah, like, this like, town hall, I have a copy. I don't think around. that gives you special access yeah. to the book. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really. It genuinely did not make sense. It was very stupid. Um, and then, like, like everyone, everyone in including this... the teacher, is super excited that they get to hear a book <laughs> report about this book because it's apparently the most popular thing in the world. It's it, yeah. Like, that's there's a a full sized like gigantic poster of 
trip zoom inside the school. That's how popular yeah. it is. And like it doesn't make sense because here's the thing. So her No, I think is, it does make sense. <laughs> well <laughs> the reason I say that is because her father wrote right writes these books. That's kind of the whole like conflict of the movie. Right. But he was a dentist who became a writer and when he became a writer he just like made this character that's like a spy but he's also a dentist so like yeah. all of his tools are like like dental like there's so much dental floss in this movie yeah like he trips, and he trips somebody with a trip trip wire he made out of dental floss yeah he like he like also too we'll get to this later um the end of this movie even to this day actually almost makes me vomit because the toothpaste stuff in this movie is disgusting yeah <laughs> the no the sound effects are so gross and the way it looks is so gross and like every time and it's like the end of this movie during which like uh david henry organizes like a militia <laughs> um yeah full of like toothpaste a popular wielding. uprising of children yeah no it's like he gets the children of the corn together to like murder a group of men with like toothpaste it's really strange <laughs> awesome. um we but yeah, so that. she's like, yeah, we, yeah. I <laughs> that think, should be real. That's 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 what we're gonna do next. That's you know that's what the second second amendment is about. It's about right. the right to organize a toothpaste <laughs> militia. Um, Can we talk about? Okay, so there's all that based but on then, the words of our great founding father, Trip Zoom. Trip Zoom, yeah. <laughs> trip Zoom. Remember when Trip Zoom wrote the Tripstitution? <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was like also it's funny that you said cohen because this uh theme music composer was adam cohen so just saying why do you know name. this maybe i'm looking at i always look at the wikipedia page when i oh, gotcha. now so i can make sure like we're getting through the plot oh did you also of? see that the budget for this film was 4.5 million 4.5 million <laughs> i did but you know what you know what it shows. I think this movie actually looks pretty good. If I had it, $4.5 million, I would not be able to make Dad Napped. <laughs> well, that's I'll what you think. If I had $100 I, I've been, million, dollars, I wouldn't be able to make Dad Napped, probably. I would be able to make Dad Napped. <laughs> I can't make art. The Russo brothers couldn't make Dad Napped. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, like, the, the weird thing. was part of the... Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Trip Zoom was, they, like, the they, main And hero. they had the, the budget to... To try and recreate it, they could not recreate it. No, yeah, no, they couldn't. They'd be like, "Who?" Actually, Trip Zoom was supposed to be in the MCU, but um, mm -hmm. during the Sony deal that apparently went through again today, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> which I like, like a bunch of people started sending me like articles out of nowhere. They're like, "Did you see this?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not really shocked that this happened, but okay, because now Spider Man's back in the MCU. A lot happened while we were gone." Joel um, is sad that he didn't get hired as Peter Parker. Which I, I am a yeah. little sad. Yeah, you, I feel for him. I, he Joel was so hopeful when they um they uh came into they fired him. um Spider-Man's room and said you're fired Spider-Man. Yep. As soon as that Disney happened, I started because of Sony because Sony controls Disney somehow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Sony was like, "Hey Disney, not on our watch." It, it, Sony came up to and Disney then, and they were like, "Hey Disney, we hate Spider-Man." <laughs> <laughs> hey Disney. Di oh my god, do you think Sony is owned by J. Jonah Jameson? Oh. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that um, makes so I, much but sense. But wait, if 
if that was the case, then they would want more pictures of Spider-Man because oh wait, you got a good like, point. A movie is just like a a lot of pictures of Spider-Man. That's Did you true. Guys hear it's about it's that at least time, um, twenty-four pictures of Spider-Man. Do you guys hear about the time Amy Pascal stabbed Tom Holland? Isn't that no? Yeah, that's uh, a no. thing that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Amy Pascal stabbed did, Joel, Tom Holland. Did you Holland. put put her up to it so that yeah. you could take his yeah. place in the MCU? So, as so, yeah, as soon as he was fired, I started letting spiders bite me with the hopes of <laughs> developing real real Spider-Man powers. Yeah. And I got to be honest, pretty I'm ghoulish. pretty mad now. Yeah, like I've got a lot of like pretty deeply infected spider bites right now and I have n- and I'm not Spider-Man still. So I'm pretty upset. I but I was like I'm going of. method. You have know, you I was inspired by off a building yet. I have. It didn't work very well. I I don't have legs anymore. Um, <laughs> Damn. But like, but like, I I tried because I was like, I was inspired by my favorite actor, Jared Leto as the Joker. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. I really went method. So, so I let a bunch mean, of spiders. Like, that bite that's me. why I got all those dead rats in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I sent you dead rats and like used condoms and stuff. I'm uh-huh. I'm a I'm a I'm a kooky clown now. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait, can't wait. Everybody, go see the you know what's the more jokester. What's more disturbing than Jared Leto's Joker is probably Trip Zoom and the way he's represented mm-hmm. in the beginning. Oh, you mean the Tyler Durden thing of all of this? Well, he's, maybe he's yeah. like Tyler Durden in this movie. Kind, it's like, but the, he's like half cardboard cutout, half person. Also, oh, it's so scary. It's it's very weird, and like, and also, okay, so basically, and they, then it turns out the dad is going this on a weird fake vacation. Filter. They they put yeah. this weird filter on the trip zoom actor that like is surprisingly effective. Right. That makes him look yeah. like a cardboard cutout. It's crazy. Cause like they... when the cause the the main character, she whenever she sees like pictures of Trip Zoom Trip Zoom, they talk to her. Yeah, she hallucinates like this whole movie. Yeah. The I one thing that's really weird, especially about the beginning of the movie, is that like she's obviously like playing like the straight man. Everybody else is obsessed with Trip Zoom. And she's pretending and, not to be. And she's not interested in it and she like rolls her eyes at how into it everybody is. But it comes off as sort of horrifying because like she is the straight man too well because everyone else is super heightened and she's just right. normal yeah. and it comes off kind of like um a cult <laughs> yeah like you know in bojack horseman how there's that kid <laughs> who everybody thinks is an adult but it's clearly oh, three right. children yeah, three, and right. only and one character can Vincent see that it's three man. children yeah. yeah that's yeah that's kind of like what this is where like everyone is unsettlingly obsessed with this book series and she's normal and it's yeah. very strange it's it's one of the thousand weird things that happens in this movie so Basically, she goes to school. She's all mad because everybody loves Trip Zoom, and she's like, "Ugh, whatever." And then she goes home and talks to her mom, and we get like, of course, like that classic Disney exposition where like it's obvious that her parents are divorced, but they have to like say it in the weirdest way possible. Where she's yeah. like, "Are you sure you're okay with me going on this camping trip with dad?" And she's like, "Honey, 
even though your father and I are divorced, which means legally we're no longer married and no longer together, and <laughs> that means because we're divorced, and we chose by the to state live of California, <laughs> recognized by the state of California, and legally binded by judge whatever, and then like it's like this whole As weird put thing. put into law in the Divorce <laughs> Legalization Act of 1873. <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like, literally, it's like. No parent who is divorced would talk to their kid and be like, even though your father and I are divorced, like they don't like it's not like something you have to say all the time. Like they had clearly been divorced for a while. So, like, I don't get why no, she genuinely forgets every day. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she, oh, my God, do you think she's Drew Barrymore in 50 First Dates? Yeah, like she exactly forgets her happening. life every morning. Yeah. And so she's like, wait, where's Who's dad? And she's like, no, of? we're. <laughs> who is who, that's why she's looking at the picture she's yeah. like who is this family <laughs> <laughs> why is this on my desk why is adam why am i on a boat with adam sandler and he's showing me a movie to, to tell me who so i am that would be so horrifying i when i no. watched that movie i was like wow it would be horrifying to wake up on a boat with Adam Sandler and have to watch a VHS um, tape that Adam Sandler made about why this isn't um, kidnapping. I <laughs> It's dadnapping. Um can, okay, um, so can we talk about the dad's introduction where he walks in carrying the full size yeah, um, cardboard? Yeah, he cutout. has this 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 dad is is like crazy he he yeah. literally he literally has he he rings the doorbell and he has a cardboard cutout of of trip zoom you and then he pops up from he behind would it. get tired of being the most famous man in the world for writing I know. his books but he doesn't and he carries a life-sized cardboard cutout of his of trip zoom everywhere he goes okay, i have to say I didn't like the dad from the beginning, and I feel like he only got creepier as the movie went on to me I no the dad. <laughs> The dad in this movie is like, because, okay, uh, spoiler alert for dad naps, but there's that part where he's like, she's like, why didn't you never, why did you never make a character after me? And you learn later that, like, Trip Zoom is supposed to be based on Emily Osment, but, like, the way it's revealed is so stupid, because he's like, he's like, no, you don't get it, like, you are the character. I just had to make him a man because I can't write a book about a gross girl being a hero. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. He's like, no, no, no. Like, you're the main character, but I had to make him a dude, obviously. Women yeah. can't be dentists, Women super spies. Women dentists. Yeah. Are you crazy? Have you ever seen Seinfeld? Brian Cranston's the dentist, not... This movie, I'm not a woman. Cranston. I just realized this. This movie is a meta-commentary about how Emily Osment is jealous of Haley Joel Osment. Oh, totally. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, her dad is M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And David Henry is uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yes. Because, I, like, I I don't know if um, if uh, I was alive when uh, Haley ha Joel Osment was at the height of his career, but, um, like, uh, people were... We're always carrying around life-sized cutouts of, <laughs> yeah. of him. Wait, what do you like mean, a big Ivan? Are you that says like, "I see dead people" or whatever he says? Are you implying that Haley Joel Osment is less famous now than he was? Because <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's funny though, because actually Haley Joel Osment has weirdly turned into like this very funny, weird character actor who shows up in a lot of pretty good comedies. He does a lot of like um, stuff with Scott Ackerman in particular. Um, which is like a weird way his career went. He went from working with like Stanley Kubrick and Steven Spielberg and M Night Shyamalan to like 
having a cameo and comedy bang bang the TV show. <laughs> but you know, I think that's um, I think that's cool. That's a good career tra- trajectory. No, yeah, he yeah. seems he seems to it's, be happy. It's he's chill. he's a very funny guy. Um but yeah, so like this movie they so they like they're going on a camping trip. Um quote and unquote camping trip. There's like it's like a yeah. fraud. <laughs> it's it's such a scam. Like she gets grifted so hardcore. He's but like, then, okay, so they trip. they turn into she, this like she sort of she sort of gets dad napped in that her dad she does like takes her to a place where she doesn't know she was going right exactly but like when they the turn mom. into this town i in my head i was like this is a cool town i think i would <laughs> it is. i think i would be chill here like <laughs> it's got everything you need it's it seems neat it's got a convention center yeah a, <laughs> uh nothing else <laughs> but like a hotel yeah it's got a convention center it's got jason earls um it kind of feels like it's got Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby. It, it, as a town. <laughs> Who is of... a murderer in this movie, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mosby is like, like Phil Lewis is like legitimately thinks he's in taxi driver for like half of this movie. <laughs> like he is, he is like, he is like threatening death on people. Like it's intense. Yeah. I don't get why they made him so this... like violent. <laughs> this is um, the, the kind of kids movie where an adult threatens to shoot children a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is and usually the best the best type of children's movie. To and be honest. This is the best type of children's movie because it's the only good movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um the best type of children's movie, movies called Dadnapped. There's like a yeah, trip zoom convention here, which I was confused about because yeah, it, it's the, very especially because this town seems to be in the middle of the desert with nothing. Yeah, you literally see you see you see no. It's literally like the bar in um from dusk till dawn. It's in the middle of the desert. You see like the only people that exist around it are the people in the convention right. center, and any moment it seems like vampires are gonna kill all of them. Like it, it's <laughs> it's truly kind of a ghost town. Um. And in this town lives um, three of our other main characters. Um, David Henry, who plays a character named Weezer. Yeah, which, which makes this okay. a Weezer podcast. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, that we got to talk about the fact that, uh, real quick, that they, uh, listen, our, our boys over at Weezer have been in a, a little bit of a slump lately, <laughs> but I got to be honest, this lately, new single yeah. they put out, the end of the game or whatever, I, I actually really liked it. I they, was not expecting to. They definitely haven't been in a slump they they've only been in a slump lately and not for the past 20 years. <laughs> okay, first off, someone's trying to erase the white album and everything will be all right in the end, both of which are very good. And also, I'll allow it. Um for the for the fact that this album has what's it called Van Weezer, it has the dumbest name and like the worst album cover. I was genuinely unbelievably shocked that I really liked their new single. I think it's the best song they've put out like in a really long Ever. time. Ever, it's their it's only, the good song. only good song. Only good song. I'm a bit. Weezer's my, Weezer's my favorite band, but it turns out I only like this song. <laughs> Can we? Okay, um, so, so they have this convention center, and then like these kids are up to no good, right? Like, yeah. Oh, they literally organized the like a. They organized a terrorist attack on this convention, <laughs> right? But yeah, I was they, so they, confused. Ga- they possibly I think we break like... the Geneva Convention. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, they like gas a whole room of people with onions. Yeah, this Zoom is what I was trying to get at is like forget it, forget that. How about they the wanna, Geneva Convention? Yeah, they want to clear out the convention. <laughs> They're like terrorizing every participant to like win this contest, which okay. And then um so they dad and have this dab dad, but it turns out it was all just like a prank. But like, yeah, the thing is, you did dad nap. Like, you, that was a real no. dad nap that you committed. And listen, <laughs> when you go, when you when you dad nap, you have to spend at least five to ten years in dad jail. And right, dad exactly. jail is oh, different than what you think it is. Jail. It's not really dad because dad jail. They keep making you watch Saving Private Ryan, right. and they keep talking about like Black Hawk Down, and you're like, okay. Dad, I don't yeah. want to. It's not even your dad; it's someone else's dad. And I want to talk whenever about whenever you're like taking a road trip. They always try and tell you facts about like Civil War battlefields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like they whenever always you're like taking a dad jail road trip. I guess I, I yeah, want a and bus. I want to talk about. The They're best. always like uncomfortably shirtless sometimes, and it doesn't yeah. really make sense. You're like, well, why would you not just have a shirt on? Like everyone's here. Why would you be shirtless right now, Dad? I want to talk about my favorite character in this movie, um, which happens to be the local cop. Who anytime oh, anyone great. calls about anything, he makes up an excuse not to respond. Which I think <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I've been hearing all kinds of weird reports. They say they got aliens out there. Now you're saying your dad got dad napped? Yeah, no thanks. I think I'm gonna and keep. Wanna, what was he doing? He was like, I desperately want a this. Ship in a bottle Forget about it. I desperately want this cop <laughs> specifically to be in every movie that it, even like a, is cop adjacent because yeah. <laughs> <Do> you imagine. <laughs> Because like in every Martin Scorsese movie, he's, yeah. he's like he's in The Departed. He, he's Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed. He just like, can't care. He just can't be bothered. And he's like, he's, he's always like, like, listen, this we're we here at the department are way too busy to deal with this. And it's like, with what? Yeah. And he's just and then, like sitting there. Yeah, he's like building like a ship in a bottle or something. Like he's doing yeah. absolutely nothing. It's it's amazing. It's honestly a pretty funny. It's a pretty funny guy. I want to like, say that's all, the thing about this. Um, to me, I believe. Um, you know, all cops are bastards, except specifically this yeah. cop. This is the one good. <laughs> this cop. is the one good cop. Well, <laughs> there one, is that kind one of dark. Good scene. apple has remained unspoiled. Yeah. <laughs> there is that kind of weird scene where the dad like runs away from his captors and the cop shows up and shoots him in the face and he goes you just got dad <laughs> and that was i thought that was a little weird i didn't think that needed to be in the movie it's really um, brutal I'm, I'm it was really graphic like you see like his like his I'm head really more explodes. of a dad calm than a dad cat <laughs> yeah and he was yeah and then there's the part of two horse two where the dad has a sick freestyle and they're like oh my gosh you just dad wrapped and that was kind of <laughs> That was kind of strange. Um, and don't even get me started on the scene where he goes to the bathroom and he does a dad crap. <laughs> and then he meets those three brothers from the Bible, Dad, Dad Rack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to dad, dad Rap, Dad Nap. And a go. And a bed to Dad. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't want to. Oh. Listen, they didn't want to bow to King ne- Nebuch Dad Nezer. So, like, they, how, what were they going to do? You know, they had to go in the furnace. Um yeah, so they go to this town to a convention. Emily Osment says at one point, like that she like, she's like she's she has a funny line. I thought she's like I bought I bought boots for this. Don't do this to me. <laughs> like she's like she's like I bought boots for this camping trip. Do not take me to some nerdy convention center. And in all fairness to her, it is 
the single worst looking convention I've ever seen. Yeah, like, it's a really shabby affair. It's, first off, it's like all men, and they're all like... it's the most popular thing in the world, as far as we can tell. It's pretty poorly organized and not very well attended. Yeah, and um, everyone in there is a cartoon character. Jason mm-hmm. Earl's like... Jason Earls is literally like a Michael, like a Mike Myers character in this movie. He's like mm-hmm. he's, running around he with like stabs his, everybody his, on Halloween. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he stabs everybody on Halloween, and then he's the Cat in the Hat, and you're like, that's kind of strange. I want to say range. that these commi- and now he's hosting the Gong Show. <laughs> yeah, I want to say these the performances show. are weirdly committed, and I appreciated that. Oh no, like, they're they're pretty good. <laughs> of all of the performances in this, it seems like everybody is really trying very hard in this movie. And yeah, it makes it stranger, but it also makes I, it better. I, I'm gonna be honest. This movie, like, I I feel like it kind of works for me. It, it's not it's not like good, but it like it's so weird. Like there, like multiple people are like very in this world. Like dental floss is not like the strongest thing that has ever yeah. existed. <laughs> like like dental floss can bind someone, and not only can it bind someone, if you struggle against it, it burns you. Because it's like Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like if you if you're wearing it and you start lying, it wraps around you tighter and burns into you. It's as as very this, strange. As this movie, like, came to an end, I felt like I wanted to see more movies in this extended cinematic <laughs> universe. No, totally. It it sets up a world. Like even I would even say, think like first off, a note I made was that th- the cinematographer in this movie was constantly working. Like, <laughs> this movie's got Dutch angles. It's got oh, tilt yeah. angles. It's got all kinds of crazy the stuff. The sheer like, number of angles. There's is- so many angles say, in like, this movie. I think this is the first time in a Disney Channel movie where I noticed that the person, like, they actually used fairly long lenses to frame things. And yeah, I- <laughs> totally. <laughs> it, it this movie looks kind of good. I can't lie. Like, I, I, yeah. I was... I, it's maybe it's just been too long since I've seen one of these movies, but this movie looked like whoever the the production crew behind this movie actually deserves a little bit of a when did of this an applause movie come because two thousand nine like this movie looks oh, better wow. than I think every, I mean this movie looks better than most Disney Channel movies that have I thought you now. were gonna say like, most yeah. movies <laughs> <laughs> this movie yeah, looks better movies. than most other movies I've I have seen. never I've never seen a movie that looks better than this <laughs> movie actually well okay yeah this I I. I kind of assumed that this movie was from the late 90s because of how, like, it's not shot in the standard Disney style. It's not at all. It's shot like a real movie. Yeah. It has its own identity rather than the, like, super super washed out, super flat, um, regular way that they they make movies. yeah yeah the uh, one thing i i really wanted to point out was okay so we see jason earls the concierge or <laughs> i guess the manager i don't know what he does um and he's like really goofy he and he's like just a huge fan and um i don't know it's just so horny for the dad um mm-hmm. and then yeah. like but then at the end it's As revealed that it was his secret plan to dad nap him and force him to mm-hmm. write that book or whatever and then you and see- then kill him <laughs> Yeah, the movie and murder him. Yeah, the movie until then is fairly locked down in terms of how it looks, and then you see it go yeah. handheld when it when he's mm-hmm. like unraveling his plan, and I was genuinely like, oh okay, <laughs> it, it, it's 
it's a movie that <laughs> like it, it's a movie full of twists and turns and surprises. Like you think he gets dad napped and you think, wow, this is who dad naps him, but then he gets dad napped like three more times. Right. Okay. So we need to talk. Okay. I think napped. I'm okay not talking so much about the first dad napped because he just gets dad napped by the kids. It's just a prank. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's, it's like a thing, a joke gadgets. that he. He does get pulled violently into a van and then, <laughs> yeah. like, they drive off. Yeah. Um, which I joke. feel like, like I would be more mad about if I was No, him. immediately he's like, oh, this is pretty cool. He's like, this is really fun, actually. Like, y'all <laughs> yeah, really did your research I, I like when you dad-napped dad me. Actually. He gets Stockholm Syndrome, like, immediately with these right. kids. He's like, wow, dad-napped me more often. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. This which dad is, is really stupid. Maybe that's why he's such a good artist artist he right. like absorbs the world around him <laughs> yeah and he, but then he he does say that he says writers are always looking for inspiration mm-hmm. right but then he gets dad napped again by phil phil lewis i think that's um, yeah phil uh, lewis and skunk <laughs> skunk yeah. yeah and so then so then the kids who originally dad napped him team up with his daughter to uh, who's also been dad napped Right, yeah, and then she like that's the thing is the daughter's been been dadnapped, and that was when I think the movie started to get interesting is because like first off, for whatever reason, Phil Lewis like really went in on this performance, like he's so committed to this role, and I <laughs> yeah, don't get it's why. Intense. But he's but he's 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 pretty enjoyable. Like I think a lot, I think him and Skunk are both like the perfect example of like a kind of likable buffoonish like kidnapper. You know, they're both like, but although Phil Lewis does keep threatening to murder the dad. Right. So yeah. that's also it's a weird thing. because like clearly you can't have like guns in a Disney Channel movie or any sort of yeah, weaponry. Only of toothpaste. So you're just watching these two guys with no leverage. No sort weapons. Of, like yeah. corralling these two people who could easily <laughs> yeah. get out of the situation if they <laughs> yeah. really wanted to. The dad. And I kind they of. They have like the dad writing a book and he has got like duct taped so like his arms can't right. move. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you're a grown man. You could easily get it's, out of <laughs> but just take off your shirt and in you're a safe. Way, it makes it kind of more scary because, like, yeah, if they're threatening to kill him, like, imagine, like, that would be horrifying. Uh, like, if if they tried to kill the dad who they've just dadnapped with their bare hands, <laughs> that would be yeah a, a terrible no, scene. Legit, like, like Phil Lewis in this movie seems like at any second. He's about to snap yeah, he, the dad's neck. And, he's about to get and then dad like, snapped. And then, like, eat him alive. And then the <laughs> dad snapped. <laughs> um, the, the, but then, like, <laughs> so the kids, dad the kids snapped. try to rescue him. But then, like, so they set off the sirens at the place that they're held, which was weird because the plan is way too complicated. And they, it's really complicated. It, it doesn't make any sense. But then I realized maybe this is cool because if they, all they've read are these, like, bad kids gadget books and like yeah. may, that's probably what the plans are like in those novels exactly and so maybe it does track and maybe this movie was secretly good all along that's something i realized at the end of this movie because the main character's catch line or trip trip zooms like catchphrase is floss which is like first off in my opinion I think it's supposed to be uh, an um, homage to the th- like the how the tick always says spoon. Um, <laughs> at least I thought that might have been a thing because it was like such a weird little thing. But also too, it's a really funny idea. Like I feel like the Good Place would do this joke where you have a dentist who wrote a comic book and his main character's credence was just to get kids to floss. <laughs> like 
<laughs> like I, I thought that was kind of a, a funny like joke. Um, That's a definite but, Thirty like, Rock a, thing. I feel like. <laughs> oh, totally. Like this movie this exists movie firmly basically in the Thirty Rock in the Thirty like, Rock universe. Yeah. Also, too, we should make note. This movie has like an all-star Disney cast. We've got this- Emily Osment, David Henry, um, Jason Earls, um, Emily Phil Osment Lewis. is really good in this. She is really good, and uh, Moises Arias, who is like plays oh, his exact same character. Like I don't know why everything. he always. I, he always plays, like, especially at this point in his career, he, they were like, okay, you're going to play, like, a five-year-old little boy, but you're very horny yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, this he, whole movie, he's like, he's he like, he's out, like, yo, did you get her number? Yeah. How are we related? <laughs> yo, yeah, did you bang her yet? <laughs> he's he's playing his, his classic uh, role of Rico. uncomfortably sexual, like, sexual child. Yeah, who is constantly he like he goes up to women and he's like, "Hey, baby." Right. If there's one downside to this movie, I'd say it's his character specifically. Like, I could have done he's without very that bad. whole thing. Because like he's very bad. It it's a very strange archetype. Um, it's it's not even it's like his archetype. Like he invi- he almost yeah. invented the like weirdly aggressively sexual child. Like <laughs> Disney was like, you know what's funny. Having a little kid who is always horny. <laughs> like, it's very strange the way this movie portrays. It, it's, yeah. like, not even just this. Like, Hannah Montana, that's the same thing. He's always, like, yeah. trying to, like, movie, manipulate manipulate women into kissing character. him. He's in the Bratz movie? I don't remember that at all. Oh, he is in the Bratz movie. I don't Bratz think movie. he's in the Bratz movie, but there's a character that's just like that character in the Bratz movie. Yeah, there's always – that. that became, like, a – that just became like a whole character. I don't know. He he was in um, he was in um, the Kings of Summer, which is actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> he was um, in the King's Speech. Yeah, he's <laughs> in the King's Speech. He, he, he's he, like, yeah, it's actually hey, not King, Jeffrey Rush. You get it's, that Queen's number? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, K- hey, King, hey, stop stuttering. No one's gonna want to bang you if you're stuttering. Okay, and, ever, we- and and then call it. Colin Firth's like that's kind of mean. He's like, I'm a kid. I don't care. Oh, uh, we. I, I think we need to talk about and this. Scene. He takes a video of the King of England singing also cucaracha, and, and then humiliates him. Yeah. Also, I'll say this too. Important note: This movie came out in 2009. He was 15 years old when they made this movie, and yeah. he looks like he's he looks that's like he's crazy. 11. They go very far out of their way. Like he's short naturally, yeah. I think. But there's yeah, definitely, definitely like they're noticeably trying to make him look even shorter than. Yeah, him. It's, it's no totally. Much. They're doing like I think honestly they they saw Lord of the Rings like the night before. <laughs> and like, hey, wait a second. We could do this with Moises. We'll just get him. We'll just make him look as short as possible. Can we talk about the first, um, like, sh- so she schemes them by being like, I need to use the bathroom. So, like, they're in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Well, actually. So, so after they get the, the, the father and the daughter get dad napped, they get taken to this hotel room. Is this before what you were going to say, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they get taken to this hotel room and their kidnappers um want to force the dad to write the last book and then i guess they'll kill him so <laughs> Wait, that it'll be Is it a hotel successful? room? I thought they got taken to a, like a drive-in movie place. Oh yeah. I was unsure what The this hotel room place comes was. later. Cuz they've got that really weird scene where Skunk and Phil Lewis are like 
sitting in the car, like pretending to be the characters in the movie they're watching, like they're literally <laughs> children. There's, and there's a bunch of scenes of them driving around trying to force the dad to write a whole book while they're driving <laughs> around in this van. Because I guess their scheme is that they'll somehow usurp the book and get all the money from right. it. Right. Yeah. It. But it's a it's very stupid plan. How they w- plan to get all the money from the book? Because also, that goes it, to the publisher, and then they pay the author. There's, they can't really become some kind of middleman right. in that. It also implies that the hard part would be actually writing these sort of disposable <laughs> like stories, and it wouldn't be scheming through the distribution and publisher side of things. Yeah, He's just such a genius that like the singular <laughs> work is enough to sort of like pull the scheme along. It was very, it's so weird. It is like a 10 year old wrote this movie. Like it's, it doesn't make any sense. No, I mean like this movie is <laughs> the weird thing about this movie is that I think it kind of works in spite of the fact that it's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life because it's literally like you're an adult man. And Emily Osmond at this point, like in this movie, she's supposed to be in high school, but I would argue, how old is she in real life? She was born in 1992, so she was like 17 when this movie came out. Like, and Skunk is an idiot. Like, Phil Lewis is crazy. He might eat you, like, <laughs> l- like literally bite your throat out with his teeth in this movie. But Skunk is stupid and clearly doesn't want to hurt anybody, so like, all you really have to do is just like, rush, rush Phil Lewis, <laughs> incapacitate him, and then you're good. Like, it's not a problem anymore. I think Phil But Lewis, for some reason, they just, like... Phil Lewis might be a Terminator or something. That, Phil, Lewis, <laughs> Phil, Phil Lewis in this movie is kind of delightfully unhinged. Like, I, <laughs> this movie, made, it, it reminds me of his character in Scrubs, if y'all ever watch Scrubs. Yeah. He plays, like, this crazy, like, nurse or whatever who just, like, keeps, like, attacking people for no reason. <laughs> And that's basically who he is in this movie. Um, well, they move. I, I want to zero in on this. He's a Terminator. Theory. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense, though, because if you, you don't remember that part where he um he like peels off his eye and he looks in the mirror and, and you can see like the red eye underneath. And it's clearly not his real face. Right. Um, yeah. And then later on, the only way they kill Phil Lewis is they have to put him in like a thing full of like lava until he melts. That's what yeah. the toothpaste is. Uh-huh. Ugh. Please don't bring up the toothpaste. The toothpaste <laughs> thing in this movie is like legit so disgusting. It's so gross. I didn't even know Lewis felt. I oh, wonder what they used. Probably maybe it was real toothpaste. It looks like it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't look like toothpaste. It looks like it just looks like Nickelodeon gack. But it's yeah. so gr- it's just so gross. And the sound effects over from uh, from that Alien movie, whatever it's called, uh, which that we which watched. One? Um, with the oh puppets. oh can of worms <laughs> yeah <laughs> ugh don't even get me started on that movie you want to you want to make me throw up if you watch can of worms again that that's what this movie's Just missing is aliens like if scene. aliens showed up in this movie it would be amazing. everyone might and as well it be would not be out of place yeah Jason Earls is basically an alien in this movie he is so weird for like no reason and his whole plan is to like his whole plan makes no sense his whole plan is basically like ah if I kidnap you and then i murder you and then i sell your your book as if it's your last book then i'll make so much money like i'll make buco dolores baby like i'm gonna go crazy it's gonna be wild i'm gonna own my own hotel and i'm like no 
No, like, listen, we live in a ghoulish society, <laughs> but if someone was, like, legit kidnapped and murdered and then their screenplay was sold, like, I doubt it would really be developed until, like, at least 50 years after they died. Yeah, so, I, like, like, I don't think that would make the... It wouldn't... E- even accepting the premise that he somehow has the publishing rights to this book... <laughs> I don't exactly. think killing him would make the book more successful because everyone no. in the world is obsessed with the books. Yeah, like everyone and also too, he's forgets people are not obsessed with him as a writer. They are obsessed with a character and a series he created. Yeah, like, when whenever people And this talk book has about, nothing to do with that. <laughs> whenever people talk about it, they talk about I forget the name, the the name of the main character again. Like, I uh, I love I, whatever this is my it favorite, is. Rec- zip, it's Trip Zoom. Zip Zip Braxwell. <laughs> <laughs> and they they zip barely Braxwell. mention the author's name if they mention it at all. Like they in the first scene with the book report, they're they're like. Gush! Everyone in the class, including the teacher, is like gushing about how cool Trip Zoom is. And then, oh yeah, at the very end, he's like, "And of course, it was written by her father. Whatever, who cares?" It, and there's like light applause. <laughs> yeah, it, nobody it's cares funny. about the fact that he's he's the author. They just care about Trip Zoom. Exactly. It, it's funny. The um. Actually, I just completely lost my train of thought, so it wasn't that funny, I guess. Um, Maybe it was too funny and you rejected it. It was too funny. The world will never be allowed to know. Um, we need to talk about this bathroom sequence. Oh, we need to talk about a lot in this movie. We, we've, we've skipped over the fact that, like, a significant part of this movie is the fact that, like, first off, okay, I don't know what happened to David Henry, Moises Aries, and uh, Denzel Whitaker's parents, but, like, these three children oh, yeah. live in a van with police sirens on it. And also, too, at the end of the thing, there's a part where David Henry says, my parents never got my obsession with this book series. And I was like, I don't I don't think any parents are like, ugh, all my kid does is read. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. I can't believe my kid always reading these books. Okay. Back in my day, we just gathered doing... around the local traveling bard, and he told us ancient <laughs> tales. To be fair, or like though, what 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 do you think? Was... Word wham that they keep talking about, oh, yeah. like that word. <laughs> the hell which is, is that? Like by the, the way, <laughs> it's like the least explained thing. And like, I will say this: I think a lot of the Emily Osment, David Henry, like flirting scenes are actually pretty like funny and well done like the part when they like meet up in the library and he says something he's like what's he's like you smell nice and she's like oh it's my lip gloss like it's this and then she has a moment she's like why am i even like talking to you like shut up like that was like a pretty cute like like flirty moment or whatever but it's also like such a forced relationship where right. it's like he kidnapped your dad yeah. <laughs> the, like he dad napped your dad dad napped like, you, you yeah uh, joel like Oh, sorry. In response to the thing you said earlier um, about um, <laughs> David, their parents, I think I would be a little concerned if um, oh, I, if my kid was obsessed with, but who is David Henry's age? Who seems way too old yeah. to be into whatever this is. Oh, he's like fifty in this. Right, movie. and it's like, and he's into like an, a series of orthodontist spy books that are like. This, I, I think wow. that'd be a little bit concerning. David Henry, when <laughs> if, this movie came out, was twenty years old. If yeah. my kid was 
that into dentistry at that young of an age, I would be concerned that we were going to have a uh, a situation where if my kid dies, then like they'll have to be a tooth fairy, travel around the world, and like I don't think that's a good. Idea. Are you okay? Are you saying that your concern, if your kid died, was yeah. that? Like, would be if, the tooth fairy situation. I I want my if my kid dies, I want them to have a good afterlife instead of being forced to be a tooth fairy. <laughs> Which is why I don't want my kid reading those damn trip zoom books and getting ideas about being a dentist. That is so far removed from it. <laughs> That's that's one of the wildest like <laughs> phrases I've ever heard anyone say in my entire life. I will say I thought it was weird um in the film Dadnapped when um David Henry's character went into um the LA airport <laughs> and um had a loaded gun and got arrested for having a loaded gun on, in an airport. That was kind of strange, don't you guys think? Do you guys remember when that happened? That happened in real life. David Henry was like arrested for like <laughs> having a concealed loaded handgun. Yeah, he said it he, he according to him According, this is a real thing. So according to him, according to him, and and like sure, whatever. I probably believe him on this. He was like, it's his gun that he legally owned, and he like didn't know it was in a bag or something. Like it wasn't like a huge deal. I don't think he was like planning anything. <laughs> but it was like one of those things where I just remember like reading the news one day, and it's like David Henry arrested for having gun in airport, and you're like, whoa, that's. <laughs> He's just mad because I don't think – did he win? I, I, mean, I don't remember how Wizards of Waverly Place ended, but I'm pretty sure he was mad because Alex got to be the family wizard and not him. Oh, he's mad because he didn't win an Emmy for Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, he's mad. He's actually mad because um, he, he didn't like the end of How I Met Your Mother, so he was going to go kill the showrunners. <laughs> he was like, Ted would have never ended up with Robin. <laughs> um, and that's – he was going to dad cap them. Um <laughs> I will say there's a That's part in this movie I where I think does he ever get does he ever get mother. dad slapped? I think he does. Does he ever get dad slapped? I don't remember. Maybe. You, what did you guys think of the acclaimed <laughs> Australian television series, The Dad Slap? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that part in this movie where they put uh they put a, a like a pack of floss underneath a cardboard box and he's like oh i gotta get that floss and he accidentally knocks over the stick and the box falls on him and he becomes dad trapped (laughs) (laughs) you guys remember the part in um in the movie shame starring michael fassbender when we see him um masturbating in in front of his window and he he's oh yeah dad fap yeah he does a dad fap (laughs) I remember that part. Yeah, that's well. He's not a dad in that movie though, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No, you know. I also. He might honestly, given how that movie plays out, he honestly could be. <laughs> Do you remember it's, it's, the part where um, he uh, he's a small dad and he sees a really big dad and he sits on his dad lap? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the part when um, Zin- Zendaya's phone uh, gets like? electrocuted by a by a, like a, a cable television disc and it falls into a toilet she controls, controls him and makes him into a it makes him into like a perfect boy and he becomes dad zapped yeah gosh how do we <laughs> well it's all you know we're, all, we're like the three of us right now i feel like we're like 
you know like when two puppies see each other for like the first time at like six months yeah. and they're like whoa <laughs> and they're just like running around like barking and like sniffing each other that's what we're doing right now with this dad nap joke we just <laughs> keep doing it it's so funny to me though <laughs> Oh, I thought we were just talking oh. about things that happen in this movie and other movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh, Josh um, is just soberly explaining right. the plot of the movie right now. I also did think it was weird, that scene where it's revealed that the dad is carrying a loaded gun and you find out he's been dad-strapped the whole time. <laughs> I, You know what was interesting was, like, the kids are looking for this dad the whole time. And I thought, you know... It would kind of be useful <laughs> I know if they, I know where this is going. if they, maybe it would be useful if they sort of like had a dad map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cut, cut. All of a sudden Nicolas Cage comes in. <laughs> Listen, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get the Declaration of Independence. We gotta flip it over, rub lemon juice on it. We're gonna get the dad map. <laughs> There's a dad map to the dad channel treasure. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Remember, um, speaking of uh, Haley Joel Osment and um, his tenuous connection to M. Night Shyamalan, remember yeah. his really good movie, um, The Dad Happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where you find out that the, that the plants are killing dads. Right. Like- yeah, the dad happening. Yeah, I, I remember that movie. And then um, at the end, we see the big French dad. Yes, <laughs> 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 being released. I I remember. Do you, Do you guys remember the part when um when he uh he gets he gets really like really sentimental and sweet for no reason and he becomes dad sapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I remember when the FBI to has to now. remember when the FBI is tapped <laughs> to investigate this um this whole kidnapping dad situation. Tap. So they have to um mm-hmm. they have to get his phone and put a little dad tap on it. Dad tap yeah. on it? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was a big Supreme Court decision <laughs> right. whether that was constitutional to dad tap people or not. Right. <laughs> Well, and there's also that weird scene where, um, for like no reason at all, like they're kidnapped or dadnapped at least, and they should be more concerned about that. Um, but he gets out his iPhone and he pulls out like a developing thing, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm making a dad app." <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was uh, one one of my favorite parts of the movie was where, um, when when he first gets dadnapped, um, they see like. Um, they they steal a like package delivery truck, but it's mm-hmm. not as fast as the van, so they get dad lapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that part. Yeah, do you remember that that weird kind of like uncomfortable scene where the dad is like concerned that he might have cancer in his cervix, so he has to go get dad papped? <laughs> Wait, I got a good one, guys. So yeah, <laughs> do you do you guys remember? I don't believe you when he's a father. And there's a bunch of kids, and then later two grown men who decides to kidnap this this guy. So then he ends up getting dadnapped. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember that movie. Gone full it circle. reminds me. What happened? It reminds next me of that in the movie. movie <laughs> it reminds me of that no, part. You're it not allowed me... to do another one. What happened Wait, hold next on. in this movie? All right, fine. I'll do another one later. Um, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure what happens next is. 
So they're writing. Um, so basically, you find out that Phil Lewis's character went to prison. We don't really. F- oh, he kidnapped an elephant, right? Is that or like is that what he says? Yeah, he stole. Yeah, an stole an elephant. elephant. Yeah, yeah, he elephant napped somebody and um, pachyderm napped and uh. Wow. He wants his 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 brother Skunk to go have a better life. So for some reason, he's like f- forcing him to be a writer, even though he's really bad. Oh and yeah. He always says stuff yeah. like like. He gre- he held his gun with such intensity that his fingers felt like cheese. It's it's very weird. It's pretty funny. Like it it kind of worked for me as a joke. Um, but so they kidnap them or they dadnap them, mm-hmm. and um, they put them in like their whole thing, and then eventually they end up back at the hotel because David Henry and his his like caravan of children who love kidnapping other people. Um, they like have a siren, but it's also just like a soundboard that they use. So like they, which was also kind of funny because he's like, they're like, play the siren sound and make it sound like all these like cops are outside surrounding them. And then they accidentally play all these animal noises and it cuts the skunk and he goes, Oh my God, they've got a whole army out there. Not to mention all the animals <laughs> or something like that. And, and it, he's like so scared. like that a goat noise is happening. It, it's a very stupid joke, but it was funny to me. Were you going to say something about like a bathroom scene? Oh yeah. The, the bathroom scene is right after this when they leave. Cause so basically they leave that location and they end up in a bathroom and Josh, I'll let it's you go. It's so weird. Here. Well, I just want to talk about how like she comes up with a little plan to like let the kids know where she's heading and all that with like toilet yeah. paper leading to the bathroom and like a page from a book that says presidential that leads them to the presidential yeah. suite or something. It's, it's something crazy. really confusing. But what was interesting to me <laughs> was when she meets what what's the guy's name? I genuinely forgot again. <laughs> with the, Which guy? The, oh, trips trips him. Uh, I believe his Tri- name is. Are you talking about um, Zap- Zippy <laughs> Zippy Savage? So when she sees yeah, Zach his name Braff, is. His name is- <laughs> Like, it's so, it's so strange because she's like, um, you're, you're in my head. Like I'm, I'm, I keep, why don't you get out of my head? And then she's like, wait, but if you're in my head, I can think like you. And it's like, yeah, that's not that's true. really weird. That's not no, a thing. Le- like legit, legitimately, like this movie is like kind of fight club because yeah. she like has like the moment where she realizes like, oh, I am Tyler Durden. Like I think like you. I so am I'm gonna, like, Zach Braff. Yeah. yeah. Also too, uh, I-, I think his name is actually Pippi Longstocking. Um, <laughs> but uh no, so, yeah, she, like, by the way, this is something that bothered me about this movie. So, the way this movie operates is, like, with the assumption that this is, like, the most famous thing in the world. But it keeps referencing all these, like, past adventures of this character. Like, we understand what they're talking about. So, they'll just say a bunch of nonsense. Like, it's supposed to make sense to us how they would figure all this out. They're like, oh, of course, Trip Zoom did this in this issue of this book or whatever. And here's what happened. So, this is what will happen. But it's like in a regular movie, if a character were to leave like a reference to an actual film that people have seen, like it's like, oh, in Indiana Jones, this happened. So this is the clue they're leaving us. But at least in that case, we would understand what they're talking about. And this one, it's just like, this, how, this how, movie, how do you even find them? <laughs> this movie is kind of like um, if uh, Ready Player One was about oh. something that didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. If it was just like about yeah, that's that's really accurate actually. That's that's a very good point. It's like it's like referencing stuff that like doesn't exist and doesn't make sense to us. So like 
how are we supposed to have any point of reference for that? It's very sloppily done. That's one of the worst parts of this movie is all that stuff. And so during the time they're writing this book, uh, Emily Osment and her dad become start to bond because she's like a good writer or whatever, which was like fine and like cool, I guess. But like, I love that he's like so uninvolved that like, she says like one thing, which I'm pretty sure she's like, Oh, if you're describing a location, um, or no, she says she makes the criticism. No one talks like this. And the dad's like, Oh my God, how did you, how did you even come up with that? How, how could you even have, are you, are you a genius? Like, how did you even know? Writing genius. Oh my God. Did you take a writing like class? And I didn't know. I can't even believe it. And we find out later she won the middle school writing contest and he, two years in a row. And he didn't even know. Whoa. Cause he's a, he's a bad dad. Bad dad. Bad dad. Um, but yeah. And so then this is when we get the scene where, um, Emily Osment brief- briefly goes to camp and meets her twin sister. Um, and then she starts, uh, camp she starts to, she starts to, pl- yeah, she goes to camp rock and she meets her twin sister and she starts her to plan a parent, Nick Jonas, mm-hmm, her twin sister's Nick Jonas. And she starts to plan a parent dad trap. Um, <laughs> that was the joke I was trying to make earlier <laughs> that I haven't cut me off from. I'll and he might've been it. right to have done so. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it would so have killed if you had told it, it before. I'm sure it would have <laughs> crushed. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, so basically, like they end up back at the hotel. That's when you find out Jason Earl's a bad guy. Which earlier in the movie, he like helped Emily Osment like find her dad, and then they like went through the car wash like while like, which like is a scene that is really weird and like not done very well, but it does have a funny joke when she opens the car door. Cause it's like a convertible. And so it's like filled with water. And so she opens it and nothing's all this water just like spills out. That kind of made me laugh. Um, yeah, it was but funny. I don't know why Jason Earls would have hung on to the back of that car through the entire thing. Like he could have just let go. Jason Earls is a, you know, a crazy person. <laughs> he is no, like genuinely, I am consistently impressed by how much Jason Earls lets like commits to these stupid movies that he's in <laughs> and like the stupid shows he made for Disney. Cause isn't he like 45? He's old, right? He's like oh, in his forties really? or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's 42 years old. Jeez. That's not so, that when, old. so when I, it's not old, but I'm saying like considering the fact that he, so he's 42 now, Hannah Montana came out 13 years ago. So he was 29 years old when Hannah Montana came out and he's supposed to be in high school in that show. I genuinely like, thought he was a teen in this movie. No, it's like it, it's weird. Like it I remember finding that out during watching when we were watching the Hannah Montana movie cuz this came out in the same year. So in the Hannah Montana movie, he's supposed to be like just getting into college and he would have been 32 years old in real life. <laughs> like it's it, it's very strange the way that Disney's like, okay, you're short, so you can play way younger than you are. Um, but yeah, so he's the mastermind of it all, and his master plan is to get the dad to write this book, and then he's gonna kill him and then sell it as his last book. It's it's kind of a stupid plan, but even dumber because he keeps saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter if it's good or not; people just want it for the name," which is very not true. Like. Yes, there are people who can sell something that's really bad just based on their name. But for the most part, if a producer looks at something and they go, I don't think this is going to have an audience. Like, this doesn't make sense. It's really bad. They're not going to buy it. Like, do why think, would they buy it? They'd lose money off of it. Do you think it. that's what J.K. Rowling is trying to do? 
Do you think somebody dadnapped J.K. Rowling? I think that's a possibility. Why she keeps writing weird screenplays? Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's like, guys, okay, I got dadnapped, and that's why Johnny Depp vapes out of a skull in in Fantastic (laughs) Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, and that's also why um, I wrote that thing about all of the Hogwarts wizards like pooping in their robes and then magicking it away. I was dadnapped. Don't blame me. Joel, you bring up a good point. This tweet will sell millions. It doesn't matter if it's good. Listen, this they'll, tweet's gonna make the moolah, baby. Just we gotta tweet it for the name. Joel, you she bring, got she got ki- you kidnapped what? by Stephen King. You bring up a good like, point because, like, I was thinking, um, if that's your plan, you don't need the author, right? Like, no, you, you don't. Just, you could just lie. You could just write something bad and like pass like, it off. It doesn't what matter. If J.K. Rowling. <laughs> it. I. I'm just saying. What if J.K. Rowling died right after she tweeted that thing about wizards <laughs> shitting be, their pants? That would be so funny. That, <laughs> that was like, like the last thing, thing she, she ever, ever said. <laughs> was like, yeah, all the all the wizards love pooping on the floor, and then they just magic it away. That, Duh. It, and then she like had a heart attack and died it, immediately it, as she pressed it really tweet. Would, it would sell millions. <laughs> Gosh. Whoever, whoever, it would, it would genuinely people would, would frame that would like everyone millionaire. The next Harry Potter movie would just be only about wizards pooping and like yeah, as a fun. tribute. Man, if she ever dies, somebody better check and make sure she didn't get a vodka Kedavra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, actually, wait, what if someone is using the Imperius curse to make her write all this stuff? I so don't she's know not what only that get, been dadnapped. Oh, uh, Imperius like curse is a dadnapped in your mind. Yeah, it's oh. it's like a mind control curse. It's one of the three um, unspeakable to put in curses parlance in Harry that Potter. You'll understand. It's like being mind dadnapped. <laughs> it's like being brain dadnapped. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's like being that's that'd be so funny if in like because I think it's um. They talk about the curses in Goblet of Fire because Mad Eye Moody teaches about all three of the uh, of yeah. the unspeakable curses, which are, of course, the Cruciatus curse, the Imperius curse, and of uh, the Avada Kedavra, the Death curse. Um, but it would be really funny if he was like the Imperius curse. It sort of dad naps your mind <laughs> <laughs> and makes it write a book to and then it kills in, it. To put it in terms that you children will understand. <laughs> I know you kids are always talking about this dad napped movie. <laughs> um, and in a way, spoiler alert for Harry Potter book four, Mad Eye Moody is the ultimate dad napped he he does get dad napped in that he actually really does get dad napped barty crouch jr dad naps and, him and barty him crouch senior gets sort of dad napped too by his well own son. if you if you consider being murdered being dad napped then yes because yeah, doesn't, he, doesn't he kill his dad napped from his body yeah uh me and ivan are gonna do a harry potter podcast someday apparently is what i'm learning right now <laughs> Because we're 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 we're, we're dropping all the we're just the another dad napped podcast. Oh yeah, this is actually no longer the color of friendship. It's just called dad napped podcast. The color of dad. We only naps. talk about the color of dad napped. We only talk about dad napped, and <laughs> you know. And if you don't like it, you can leave. You know, that's what I always. That's what Josh always says about the United States of America. Right. Yeah. He goes, if you don't like it, you can get you can get but out. Only you, in reference well, to dad napped. <laughs> The, the yeah, it's so weird. He always goes, "If you don't like my president, then you can leave." And I'm if like, "If you don't right, like Josh, my president, kind of the dad from Dadnapped, the dad from Dadnapped." Oh man. Um. So yeah. So uh, the they 
go to the gas station bathroom. Emily Osment like uses her lip gloss to like circle the thing, and David Henry like has like that weird scene where they're like, "How do you know it's her?" And he like smells it, and he's like, "It tastes like watermelon," <laughs> which is disgusting and so creepy. Uh, and then they get into their weird like crime van and drive out, drive away into the midnight hour. Um, meanwhile, Emily Osment and her dad have been kidnapped in Jason Earl's hotel room, and this is when you start to realize that. Phil Lewis and Skunk, I don't know his actor's name. I'm just going to call him Skunk because it's funny to me. Which, by the way, Skunk in this movie has, like, like brown hair with, like, a str- – like, he looks like Pepe Le Pew, yeah. like, on his head. Like it's skunk, really confusing. And I hope he – I hope the implication that he was born that way. Like, that, that's just how he came out of the womb <laughs> with, like, this weird hair pattern. Um, but this is when you start to realize that, like, they're not really criminals. Like, they're both kind of, like – nice enough people because they they have such an objection to the concept of locking emily osmond in a bathroom like jason Earls is like lock her in the bathroom and they're like whoa we didn't sign up for that and i'm like you if you've kidnapped <laughs> both of them and you've ch- like you've kept them like hostage for like two days at this point but putting her in a bathroom that's where you draw the line <laughs> yeah because that's where gross stuff happens that's where the that's where before wizards had toilets that's where they would magic their toilets away their poop away too yeah um but yeah so she's in there and she's like so anybody do that but yeah no one wants to see that so basically um so basically um they she like has basically been convincing david henry that he needs to weaponize all of the fans of the trip zoom books um, who are like having some weird debate when he finds them. And then he's like, come on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta take, we gotta turn this town into a war zone. (laughs) So they all like, they all like get a bunch of toothpaste out of nowhere and like water balloons and stuff. And they like start making weapons and they're waiting for her to like put out this marker. She does it. And then this movie becomes immediately the most disgusting movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Because it's just people shooting this, like, thick toothpaste liquid, and it's got the grossest sound effect that happens every single time. It's it's genuinely so repulsive. I don't know who signed off on this being in the movie, because it's not funny. It just made my stomach churn. I did, Joel. Um, That's the twist. Oh, no. It to get back at you. Josh Park is the dad napper. <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, too, while Emily is while Emily Osment's in the bathroom, um, a raven comes to her window and starts dad rapping on the window. It's <laughs> kind of a weird. Um, dad, I don't. I didn't think that was necessary. Dad for napping at my chamber door. <laughs> I heard a raven dad napping at my chamber door. Um, and so they have like a whole thing, and somehow like the power of toothpaste kills Jason Earls or whatever happens. Uh-huh. Like they they subdue him with toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, David Henry and, and Emily Osment become a couple and Moises Arias is like, finally, yeah. someone's getting laid. Somebody's <laughs> gonna so, fuck. Yeah, they're gonna do it. Uh, it's, it's I can't wait. I can't it's a great wait movie. for that to happen. I can't wait for that to happen. And then, like, David Henry gives her his number, which doesn't make sense because, like, they live far away. They live, like, hours away from each other. Yeah, and to quote Sandra last. Bullock, to quote Sandra Bullock at the end of um, Speed, relationships born out of high stress situations usually don't last too long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and then her and her dad go. If this is a high stress situation, 
what is a dad napping a dad napping a a child uprising and street battle then like, I hate that we I hate that we live in a world where dad napping's still happen. Like you'd think we'd be over that as a society, but yeah. we're not. Um but that's that's the end of the movie. It's a it's a it ends very quickly. <laughs> like like considering how long it takes to get to that hotel yeah. room, the ending happens like almost immediately. It, also it escalates very quickly to like a full on street fight of yeah. like, kids using weapons to to it's legitimately David pulp. Henry makes makes it weaponizes a fan base into a militia. It's like what's yeah. going to happen when the Joker movie releases uh-huh. and a bunch of nightmarish people do terrible things because they feel entitled to now. Um, we the people but, in order to form a more perfect union Joker. We we do declare that dad, we live in a society. <laughs> Listen, we the people of the United States of dad not America. We um <laughs> But yeah, it's so like sure going to be like a string of dad nappings following the Joker. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, people dress as clowns, dad napping, Mm -hmm. people doing all kinds of dad napping. It's not funny. Like people need to. It's a really serious. serious. Did you guys see that interview where Joaquin Phoenix was asked, do you think people are going to dad nap after they see this movie? And he walked out because he didn't know how to answer (laughs) it. I think I did actually. Um, yeah, it was really dark. He should have done. I I expected better out of the man who, um, infamously was in like cheating on his wife in the same hotel room as Casey Affleck. <laughs> Grr. Um, but uh, in front yeah. Of Casey so that's Casey Affleck corrupting ugh. him. Casey Dad Flack. <laughs> oh my god. Casey yeah, Affleck. Yeah. Like the dog. Casey Affleck. He corrupted him. <laughs> um. So let's 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 rank Dad Napped. I guess on the on the I've got the official. Uh, decom ranking up for our show uh-huh. which is list. a thing that i which is a thing that is a it's a list but it's more like a lifestyle because mm-hmm. <laughs> the list goes right now just in case you're wondering what the top 10 films are in the color the color of friendship uh canon it's high school musical 2 is number one mm-hmm. uh number two is toothless from how to train your dragon <laughs> number three is you know is, i'm gonna is, take that one off the list <laughs> number three is Mayor Ferret is from no number two. <laughs> number three is Mayor Ferret from uh, ha- Hannah Montana the movie. Number four is the dog actor from Cloud Nine. Uh, I take that back. Number three is the dog actor from Cloud Nine. <laughs> number four is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> uh-huh. Number five is the Bloodhound from Hannah Montana the movie. Number I'm six take is that our one off too. All right, fine. The number five is actually um, the episode Smart Horse. Um, uh, which favorite, is where my favorite, which is movie, where, Smart which Horse. is where Kylie and I watched Smart House and Ivan watched Horse Sense and neither of <laughs> and none of us finished either movie. So none of us could remember what happened. Um, <laughs> I believe is, that the order actually digging through this is High School Musical 2. High School Musical 1. High School Musical, Hannah Montana, the movie, Under Wraps. Um, Teen Beach movie, yeah, Halloween so, Town. So, where would you place this movie? You think? I think this movie is for me. Um, whew, I would say. I'd say it's somewhere it's around not, Halloween Town level. I, I was gonna say good. that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I well, I actually kind of. I think it's worse than bad. I think I will say this. I think it's. I think it's worse than. 
Well, first off, I don't know why Spider-Man into the spider We have a lot of jokes on this show that I forget we've made. I don't know why Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is on this list and why it's only number 14. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel weird. It, Spider-Man f- into the Spider-Verse is better than Cheetah Girls, but not as good as Lemonade <laughs> Just Mouth. Just Lemonade uh-huh. Mouth or Bad Hair Day or Under Wraps. I think this movie is worse than, like, I would say it's it's around like pixel perfect level for me. I don't think it's as good as luck of the Irish. I don't think it's as good as cloud nine. I don't think it's as good as the cheetah girls or lemonade mouth or bad hair day. Uh, personally, I think I would put it maybe, um, somewhere, somewhere near cloud nine, maybe between cloud nine and hounded. That's what I was feeling too. I feel like it's a solid number 18. It's like a very middle of the road, like, it's pretty decent in some aspects, but it's not, like, good, obviously. Um, uh, Josh, how do you feel? Do you do you agree? Do you disagree? I was thinking, um, if I remember correctly, I enjoyed Pixel Perfect a lot. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was mostly because it was weird enough to be yeah. enjoyable. Um, what was right below Pixel Perfect? Can of worms. Can of worms. It's definitely better than. My what's below movie? can of worms? <laughs> uh, Camp Rock. Okay, I'm gonna put it. I, I, it, me personally, I would put it right below Pixel Perfect and above Can of Worms. I think. I can, I can, I, I, I can second that notion. I, I think, I think that's a fair place to put it. I, I don't think it's like so significantly better than Pixel Perfect or Hounded. Um, below or above can of worms? I think. Above Can of Worms. I think it's better than Can of Worms. I don't think Can of Worms is very good at all. Can of Worms um, is my favorite movie of all time because <laughs> oh, of know, all I've the been, puppets. Listen, we've all been getting your emails. <laughs> my, all right. my manifesto. <laughs> can of Worms is a great movie, uh, but Can of Worms doesn't have any dad nappings in it. Okay, well, now you're messing the list up. <laughs> I don't know what happened. There we go. Um, Some weird <laughs> Okay, cool. So I've got something dad to share are with you guys. Number 20. Oh, I'm excited. A secret? <clears throat> Tons a secret? of pre-presentation hype doesn't pan out. Oh, boy. After seeing several months of promotions for this movie on the Disney Channel with the kids, I must say I found this to be <laughs> one of the worst Disney movies ever. I would wow. describe Whoa. it as a bizarre combination of misery and the campy Batman series of the late 1960s. <laughs> I have to admit to actually enjoying some of the movies produced for this TV channel... But this one, I was really disappointed in, considering Disney's build-up to the premiere. I was hoping to see... I'm legally obligated to admit that I like some (laughs) Disney Channel movies. I was hoping to see a better performance from Emily Osment, as I think she has great potential. There's a lot of colorful flying splooge that Disney must assume kids still like these days, even though it's been done ad nauseum. And the ending Josh, is completely Josh, ludicrous. Josh, you're lying. This person did not use the word splooge. splooge. They did not say splooge. I'm seeing it they with did? my own two eyes. Splooge oh my right gosh. Here. And then here's the last line. But like others have said, you can't expect too much from Disney. Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's a wild. Wait, how many out of 10? Was out this an 10. IMDb review? This oh, is okay. an IMDb review you know what? published two days after it premiered on the Disney Channel. So. <laughs> Somebody was like, "I can't believe they would do this." Um, so, did they did they like ruminate it on it for two days? Yeah, like, they, they like they wanted so. to wait. They had to they had to revise it a couple of times to get through the rough draft and stuff. 
Well, they watched it once and thought, you know what? Let's give it another view just in case I missed something, like mm-hmm. something really important. Um, <laughs> like and the, then they the were like, you know what? Three they stars. Saw it. They it, like just off the hype. They were like, whoa, that was amazing. Exactly. I like, I like the line where it's like, um, uh, I watched. I was watching all the promotions of the Disney Channel with the kids. So this is like a parent who's so mad yeah. at this movie. <laughs> they had to get to. Yeah, he was mad at this movie because it has dad violence in it. Oh, maybe that's a good. He was like, "I'm so tired of watching violence towards fathers." In movies. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good theory, actually. He's like, I can't believe that we that in twenty nine in twenty in two thousand and nine we're still making movies that recklessly show torture of dads on camera. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh my god! But yeah, that was that was dad napped. Um, that reviewer clearly didn't like it. We we thought it was all right. Um. Does anybody have else anything else to say, Josh? I heard you were saying you wanted to plug um, how much you loved the the Joker. Um, oh yeah, the Joker is my favorite movie. The Joker, um, it's so good. I yeah. love how original it is too. Like it's right. definitely not Taxi Driver. It's I brand like that new. GIF of when he gets hit by a car. Oh <laughs> That's yeah, good. and I and I like that part. I like the part how it's like. It's so he's so twisted, but it's like society made him that way. So it's actually oh, our fault that the Joker. That's a good like if point. you think about it, if you think about it, if people weren't mean to him, he would not have had to have become the Joker. But he had to become the Joker because we were just too mean to him. If you think about it, it's kind of um, like I I know this might be a stretch, but I think like if you really think about it, it's kind of like we live in a society. Oh my. Ivan, you know, we live in a world where it's it's not it's not always comfortable to say like what you feel and like say radical things, but that was genuinely I've never heard that before. <laughs> I That's wanna be controversial here. You're such a you're such a free thinker. I, I so is this what Kanye's always talking mm-hmm. about when he talks I, about free thinking? I am a member of the intellectual dark web. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I downloaded tore onto my brain. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember too. You always you always talk about like we live in a society. Mm-hmm. Why so serious? You're always yeah. talking about want to see a magic trick. And the thing about the Joker is like he's I've never he's seen just, this movie. He embraces. Ca- I mean, I haven't seen it either. It's not. No, out yet, I mean, but I've, I've never been... seen the original. The like the uh, the Heath Ledger Joker either. Oh yeah. well, all right. Never I mean, seen you're not any of those Batman movies on on much. But yeah, I've been just been making jokes about this Joker movie because I think it looks really bad um, for like, which is not a common opinion. Everyone I know thinks it looks incredible, but also to everyone I know acts like it's original when it is just Taxi Driver. But it's fine. We don't have to get into it here. Um, but I will say this. I there's like, did you guys see that thing where like the U.S. government issued like a warning basically that like apparently like a lot of incel groups are planning like potentially acts of mass violence surrounding this movie. So, to all of the listeners and to anyone who goes to see the Joker movie on the opening weekend, I hope y'all all have a very safe film-going experience because that's pretty terrible and I or hope nothing happens Or you could just stay that. home and watch Dad Napped. Dad Napped. Hell yes, yeah. Dad Napped. I don't think... Here's the thing about Dad Napped. It's basically... Because the dad in Dad Napped, he's basically... He's like the Joker. I think he's so Phil Lewis should be the Joker. Phil <laughs> Lewis could be the Joker. He's so twisted and he, he seems to really like enjoy the chaos you know I, what i mean Which i is thought it so was sick. really sweet at the end when he reveals that um the daughter is is really the basis of the joker 
Yeah. And like the she she was the Joker the whole time. Right. Yeah. It and you're really like, sweet. oh, I thought he was the Joker, but turns out she was the Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but, um, but the Joker has to be a guy, obviously. Of course, it has to be a dude. You can't have a woman Joker. What do you think this is? Freaking a fairy tale land? Come on. Um. So this has been the Color of Friendship episode on dad nap. Does anybody have any more dad nap jokes they want to get out of their system before? I've been trying to think of another one. I just can't do it. No, I just... I'm just going to take a dad nap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Bella.